to a better world. This is your host, Mitchell J. Rabin, and I'm very glad that you're joining us again today. Today we're going to have another very interesting show. I have invited back uh, members of the Bruno Gruning Circle of Friends Healing Community. They were on actually just about a year ago, and the uh, response was rather significant and outstanding. This group of people has been getting results of healing of a real medical nature long after Bruno Gruning, the man with the healing hands, the healing being, has passed. He passed in 1959. Yet, the healings continue. And the group is wholly dedicated to documenting these healings of sometimes very, very serious kinds of illnesses and diseases. And the doctors have been keeping rather rigorous reporting and records of these healings because it defies most people's understanding and sense of what's possible. And that's one of the reasons I really wanted to have this group back on today so you can hear from professionals and lay people who have had direct experience in the healings themselves or they know people who have. So joining us this evening are a few people. One is Dr. Daniela Dentico, who is a neuroscientist investigating the neural correlates of consciousness in sleep and waking. In addition to her medical degree, she holds a PhD in neurophysiology, a postdoc in neurophysiology, and a postdoc in cognitive and computational neuroscience. In addition to her research, she lectures extensively on behalf of the Circle of Friends. Originally from Italy, Dr. Dentico currently resides in Madison, Wisconsin. Dr. Guido Curi is a medical doctor from Germany who completed multiple internships as part of his training, including internal medicine, surgical medicine, and neurology and psychiatry. He holds a doctorate in medicine and a postdoc in rehabilitation and spa medicine. Oh, I like that. Having worked in both private practice and on staff and medical facilities, he is now retired and resides in Colorado, where he volunteers frequently with the Circle of Friends. Elizabeth Roseborough is a retired, award-winning high school teacher. Oh, it's so nice to hear about high school teachers being extolled. They deserve it. From Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, she's also an accomplished artist and belongs to several art leagues, selling her work through shows and commissions. She has been a member of the Bruno Gruning Circle of Friends since 2009, during which time she has received multiple help and healings. And last for this evening is Barb Woods, who is currently retired from Crystal Clear Communications, Inc., where she spent 31 years providing management consulting services to industry and specialized in executive coaching. She has been a friend of Bruno Gruning for over 10 years. So this is a distinguished group of people who, from different parts of the world, as you can tell, have been experiencing this kind of um, unusual for the ordinary medical community kind of healing. And the thought is that if these professionals can share with the larger community what is going on and in their own direct experience 
more people will be able to get benefit from what is going on here. So, I'd like to start with uh, Dr. Dentico, if I may, at the top of the uh, show. Um, welcome to the show, Dr. Dentico, and I'd love to hear of what your direct experiences have been with Bruno Gruning and the Healing Circle, and what brought you here in the first place. Hello, everyone. I feel very honored to be invited to your show. I'm very happy to have the possibility to talk about the work of the Bruno Gruning Circle of France. This has been uh, a life-changing experience for me. Um, even uh, as a very young person, I was always very concerned with the health and happiness of other people. And sometimes, uh, uh, during my, or many times, during my studies as a medical doctor, I felt powerless. And for me, it has been very relieving to reach the understanding that there is no incurable and there is hope even in situations that can be very scary or where the <coughs> medicine, the science that have made a lot of progress still cannot do anything. And this has mm -hmm. been very important for me to discover. And um, it's like... Uh, a law that I had on my heart and on my soul where I couldn't do anything, it has been just taken off. And I can tell people, look, it's true that maybe the situation is very difficult, but it's not hopeless. Mm -hmm. this, is, this has been very life-changing for me. Now, have you yourself, Daniela, experienced uh, direct healing from the Circle of Friends yourself, or has it been more of a... Um, kind of an intellectual turn-on to know that this kind of healing is taking place all the while you're studying medicine in the classic traditional way. So, thank God I have optimal health. Um, but uh, um, healings are not only at the physical level. So, I wouldn't say mm -hmm. I've experienced physical body because I didn't need to. However, um, apart from seeing wonderful healing in other people, I experienced myself a lot of help and a lot of um, support for my own soul, for my own uh, happiness. There is a dimension that is uh, more than physical in, uh, in health. And um, yeah. yeah, and it's very important uh, to feel good with yourself, to be happy, and to have, uh, at least in my case, uh, it's been very important to have a spiritual support, a spiritual yeah, path that yeah. I can follow, in which I feel confident, and, uh, and I feel happy with it. I feel uh, at home. So this feeling to be home, to be um, in a path that I can trust, this has been very important for me. Yes. I appreciate all of that. And it's a very good point, actually. We tend to think of healing primarily of our physical body. But the reality is our emotional body is, when it is off, tends to create 
physical distress and physical illness, something the mind-body people understand, but ordinary medicine, except for psychoneuroimmunology, doesn't really seem to have much truck with. But they're learning. That's all I can say. They are learning, and this is a good thing. So thank you. Thank you for your input, and we'll circle back to you very shortly. It's actually especially fun for me because I study neuroscience myself uh, to some extent in my work as a psychotherapist to under to uh, appreciate that a woman uh, who's both a medicine a medical doctor and a neuroscientist can see that there is such value taking place in what would otherwise be considered you know kind of um out there in the ethers kind of healing so it just helps to ground uh what is going on here with the circle of friends and i i really i applaud doctors who are so open in their thinking and generally speaking they're not from the united states they're more from europe as we can see from daniela dantico and from dr guido curi who i'll be asking to speak up now next so Welcome, Dr. Curry, to A Better World. It's a pleasure to have you. What brought you to the Circle of Friends, and what experiences have you yourself had directly or have witnessed? Good afternoon and good evening. Thank you for having me on your show. I hope the connection is uh, all right. And uh, I came to the Circle of Friends uh, through a patient of mine in Germany, actually, when I still had my own clinic in a little spa resort at the southwest corner of Germany, close to the Black Forest. And she discussed with me spiritual healing, and then a couple of weeks later, she brought me a book which was written by a colleague of ours, Dr. Kamp from, uh, I think he's from Hamburg, he's from northern Germany, and mm-hmm. he wrote about the life of Bruno Gröning, and I read that book, and that book changed my life, and I joined the circle and uh, stayed with it on and off, and mm-hmm. uh, I always was interested. How did it change your life, doctor? What was it in that book that had that kind of powerful effect? Well, he describes in in his book that there are forces that we cannot check right now. We cannot control them yet. Mm-hmm. We cannot even measure them but they are certainly out there. And he pointed that out in that book. And to me, it just hit home. I -hmm. I was sure that is the truth. That's how Mm -hmm. it works. Slowly came into those teachings. So it was not anything that you were familiar with from your medical training, yet, it was, let's say, an expanded version of understanding the way the forces of nature actually operate. That's, uh, yeah, that's a good way to put it. Uh, You know, 
during medical training, you are not taught anything about spiritual healing, really. Well, at our own university in Freiburg, uh, Germany, there was a, a faculty of parapsychological. So I followed, the, uh, you know, some of those lectures earlier, way earlier on, just because of my own interest. Mm -hmm. So I was a little more open to that spiritual dimension healing part, I would say. And then it really hit home with that book when I wrote all that, uh, I read all that, it was really the the truth for me. Yes, yes, yes. So say so it's like something awakened in you and was almost given permission to flow outside of medical training, but something, as you said, hit you as true, and sort of that's all you really needed. And uh, so you've been part of it. Now, have you yourself experienced directly some kind of physical or, in the case of Daniela, some type of emotional or we could call it even spiritual healing? I personally myself sort of never did uh, experience a personal healing. I had lots of helps and especially since I joined the Circle of Friends, uh, and getting it more into the teachings, it changed the way of my thinking quite dramatically. Mm -hmm. Finding yeah. out that thoughts are powerful, and it's very important that we as human beings control our thoughts in order not to take ungood thoughts into ourselves. And that Un good. was good. I like that. Right? good. Yes. Excuse me while I appreciate that new word in the English language. It's good. An ungood thought. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> I, I appreciate all that you're saying, and it's very true. Yavol, as we say. Um, so, in a sense, that is a form of healing because we understand that the word healing that originates from the ancient Greek and even larger, the Indo-European, means to make whole. And so it was as though I'm gathering from you that your experience from that book and from the circle of friends over the course of many years has helped to make your understanding more whole. And that's a healing. It's just not the way we break a leg, and then we get it healed. It's a different kind of phenomenon. So, But healing nonetheless. So, Dankeschön. Uh, I appreciate all that you're sharing, and we'll Very circle welcome. back to you. After all, this is the circle of friends, so we'll definitely be circling back to you. Elizabeth Roseboro, the high school teacher, award-winning, no less, from Pittsburgh. Hi, Elizabeth. Welcome to A Better World. Hi. Hi. So you're an accomplished artist. You show your work. You've been part of the Circle of Friends since 2009, and you've received healings and multiple versions of help. Would you share with our audience a little of 
your experiences? Um, well, as a retired mathematics teacher, I'm um, and not normally very religious. Uh, I um, I don't really uh, follow uh, many alternative methods, and I found a, a of, notice of on anything, the internet. You mean of anything? Of anything? Of anything. Very, very, okay. uh, very scientific oriented mathematics. Yeah. Facts. Is your artwork also scientific? I'm trying. Uh, once I retired from teaching, I took up art full time, uh, and I put uh, as a calculus teacher, etc. My artwork throughout teaching was more like graphic design, blueprints, mm-hmm. no shading, yeah. and no color. Uh, so I did 3D work, <laughs> uh, but not yes. not the kind that that uh, most people think of as as art. So. I I started, I found a teacher and um, started training and learning to turn the mind around from the one side to the other so that I could loosen up and get into the shading and so on. And that's been fairly successful. Um, I have work in several states. Are you talking moving in general terms? You're talking about uh, moving from the left hemisphere dominant to either balanced or more right hemisphere dominant? Is that what you're referring I'm to? Probably more balanced and um, yeah. and just it's it, art is a journey. I, my art started out looking like photographs and it's been evolving as it were. So interesting. So yes, it yeah. is. It's, it's, um, it's an, an interesting, interesting outlet. It captivates you. You can't, you have to pay attention and learn, you know, discipline and and um, to feel, you know, Bruno's helped me with my art as well as everything else. He's mm-hmm. really been just listening to his teaching and following that sort of stuff. It's it's been very helpful. So yeah. I went to this um, this meeting, a, a lecture really at the University of Pittsburgh, and I I just was amazed. I couldn't believe this, and I thought, well, you know what? If even a little bit of this is true. It's worth looking into. So they wanted to start a group in Pittsburgh, and I volunteered to be the treasurer. And uh, that's been my function for most of the time, and then I became an auditor. Um, And through this time, I've had multiple helps and healings, but let me just tell you about two of them. Um, In, I believe it was February of 2010, in Pittsburgh, we had a 36-inch snowfall. And the plow, our road is a very narrow, short road. And when the plow came down, they made one lane, pretty much. Not a two, they didn't plow two lanes wide. They mm-hmm. and all of the snow, as you can imagine, was mounded at the top of our driveway. Mm-hmm. My husband was away, and uh, he, when arriving home, wouldn't have had anywhere to put the car, and he asked me to try to shovel him a spot off of the street because you cannot block the street. Mm-hmm. Well, in anger, I did it. I got a neighborhood young anger man to help me. Anger at the snow or anger at your husband? Anger at life. <laughs> Just anger. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. You know, it's why me. The, the, the old oh, why yes. me. Should okay. be somebody else's problem. But yes. I did it because I'm a doer. And I did get a, a neighborhood young man to help me who was off school, obviously, and we shoveled, and we did it. We got the parking spot, and 
you know, the drift at the top where the plow had pushed the snow was a lot higher than three, 36 inches. And so shortly thereafter, I realized I had uh, problems with my right shoulder. Um, ached all over, but it wasn't, it wasn't going away. Everything else was settling down, but that wasn't going away. I spent about three months, four months, I think, in physical therapy, uh, three, three days a week, two to three days a week, um, and decided this was going to be to go. I'm, I'm done with this. We're not, you know, it's going to go. <laughs> and I felt better, but not completely. Mm-hmm. And I went to Italy. Uh, I studied art in Luca, Italy, um, and I was mm-hmm. in Italy for three weeks in June. Um, and I had no um, car, no, I had to carry my luggage everywhere, on and off the trains. I had a, I rented a pension while I was uh, in Luca, and I did some traveling as well. And I rented this mm-hmm. pension, which was upstairs, no elevator, and so on. So everything had to be hauled, you know, uh, groceries, water, luggage, whatever, uh, art supplies, et cetera. Canvases. So I was, um, yeah. I was busy with my uh, my shoulder, um, and that so the healing that you had anticipated from the physical therapy was not really complete. No, no, and I probably did more damage. And so I came back. Throughout this, being in the circle of friends, I knew to do some Einstellen and relax and let it go, and and I could manage the pain. Could you because define I, I don't that for our audience? Because that was a big German word that most oh, people whoops. aren't going to be familiar with. Uh, Einstellen. Einstellen, um, yes. It's it's technically absorbing Heilstrom. You might think of this like the ancient Now you have to define Heilstrom. Okay. Heilstrom is something like what the ancients called chi. Mm-hmm. It's an energy. And it's in it's in our world, whether we recognize it or not, it's there. And when you sit you could in call it life force also, correct? You could call yes, it life force. Could be. Just to make it easy for most people, although we talk about chi on this program routinely. It's okay. Okay. Please. Uh, so anyhow, I, I, um, I would absorb this Heilstrom, this energy, yeah. dur- and, and you do that when you sit in Einstellen. You just absorb it. It's like meditation, but it's not really meditation. And, mm-hmm. and so you just absorb this this. Uh, Heilstrom, and it can relieve pain and help you think clearly, and so on and so on. It improves your life, and I would do that, and it w- I could manage the pain that way because I did not take medicine throughout this. No aspirin, mm-hmm. no. I don't believe in that. And so I um, no painkillers. No, none. No, most prescriptions. Relaxants. So through the summer, it it continued to the point where. In September, I went to a um, orthopedic surgeon who basically said, "You're tiptoeing around the elephant in the living room. Um, we we will try a, I guess it's cortisone shot in the shoulder directly into my joint." Uh, and he said, "If this, it'll hurt for a week because of the shot, but if it doesn't, 
it then will feel better. And if it goes away and it, it all comes back, then you come on in and we will have that x-ray and we will get you ready for uh, and, and seriously consider the rotator cuff surgery. I mean, that was where he was heading. And yeah. so I listened. I did get the shot, and I did experience exactly what he said. But it came back with a vengeance, and it it was to the point where it I wasn't. Meaning the it, pain. Pain, pain, shoulder problem. If I would roll over in bed onto my right shoulder, I would wake up instantly because of the pain. So this was getting worse, not better. And I just made up my mind that I wasn't interested in another surgery. So I heard about the uh, – I'd never been to one, but I've heard about regional conferences of the Bruno Gruning Circle of Friends. And there was one in Cleveland uh, in October. So I – listened at at, uh, our group meeting and said, is anybody interested? And so uh, three or four of us got together, rented rooms, drove up. I did not drive. Um, Took minimal luggage and went up there. And basically, it's a weekend of Einstellen where you're sitting and absorbing the Heilstrom and you're you're talking and listening to other people, and you're it it's just a beautiful experience. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, so during that conference, the pain from my fingertips to my ears on my right arm was so great that I was practically in tears. I could hardly concentrate, and I was doing nothing. I was there was no physical activity. The luggage I took was so minimal it was pathetic. And I just sat there in agony, and I knew that if I had driven, I would have been home, out the door, because I, I didn't know what else to do. I, I just, what do you do? It was really intense. And I had known about something called Regelogen, which is another German word, but I didn't mm-hmm. associate it with me in that situation. But you're going to have to define that also. I don't know it, why it fell upon you, but... It has, so you must define Regelugan for our audience. So Regelugan is the changing as something is resolved. And it can mean pain. It can mean change, heat, cold. It can mean different things to different people. And sometimes there's no Regelugan. And so this is, for me, that's what what it was. I didn't realize it. And I should have, but, but, you know, I was in so much pain, I wasn't thinking clearly. And I just, I just endured. I just lasted. I didn't tell anybody. I remember having a, con- a little talk with someone saying, I'm so jealous of the people with these instant healings and, and no regulogen or no pain or no, you know, just like, boom, it's gone. Because that was not my experience. And, and I didn't. I I had not had a big healing, and I wasn't even thinking of that. I was just saying, geez, you know, I have so many things I wish would disappear, and they're not. And other people, that's one of the things they tell you about is this happened to me and this happened to me. And I was I'm jealous, jealous, stupid human jealousy. So <laughs> all the way home, I said nothing. Enough already, right? Uh, oh, no. And not me. I, why me, p- pit, pitiful pearl, you know. So about yeah. a week later after this conference experience and it it was truly uplifting and interesting um about a week later i realized that my shoulder didn't hurt anymore because i had started doing it doing, moving things picking things up that i for example i couldn't even push a grocery cart that sort of thing with 
painful. And I just naturally started using it, and I, I thought to myself, you know what, I'm not going to say anything because this is this is temporary. This is probably not going to last. You know, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. Well, months went you by. You didn't want to jinx it, so to speak, right? I guess. That's the usual I, human attitude. Well, it's not real I enough. I don't want to jinx myself. it and scare it away. Uh-huh. I just kept it, didn't tell anybody, and it took a long time for me to suddenly say, you know what, <laughs> this is what happened. And, um, yeah, they were very happy for me, and now I know. And that was in 2010. And mm-hmm. that was um, from February to October, uh, because that was the conference was in October. I'm not sure of the mm-hmm. date, but probably the end. Anyway, I nothing else helped me, nothing else worked, and this disappeared. Yes, that was painful at the conference, and like I said, for some people, Regulugan is painful. But do not mind that at all now because it's gone. If you gone know you're going to get through it. I, I didn't know anything. I was hoping. I mean, you can't expect. You sure. can't say, God, heal me because I deserve to be healed. You don't know. And you also don't know how long anything would take if you you just hope. You hope and a little prayer doesn't help. doesn't hurt, I mean. And and um, continue your Einstellen um, normally, uh, twice a day is recommended. You can do it much more often. So that's one. That's my major big healing because it it completely has gone, and this is years later. So here we are, seven years later, basically, and mm-hmm. you have not had shoulder issues, pain, or loss of range of motion since then. Correct. And I'm, um, I was in my 60s when that happened, and I'm still a very active person. Mm-hmm. Are you doing any more snow shoveling? I actually have. took me a year to, well, to do it, but I did it. I have done it. I mean, on Believe one hand, not. I'm being playful, but on the other, I mean it because it means that you went back to the so-called, quote-unquote, scene of the crime, and you overcame the emotional issue that was connected, anger, etc. And yes. you also, you know, you overcame the physicalization of that issue, but completely. Correct. So I, I hope have you're getting along admit, with your husband I, these days, too. Oh, yes. I, hope, I hate to admit, but we haven't had another 36-incher, and I hope I'm not jinxing us again. But, <laughs> but I, we have I had snow, so. and I have shoveled. Sure. Understood. Well, thank you very much for your sharing. This is so interesting. And uh, we'll circle back to you. As, sure. As saying this is a, a circle altogether. So, Barb Woods, I'd like to invite you into the roundtable circle right here. And you, too, have had some interesting experiences. I'd love for you to share those with our audience. Uh, yes, and thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here. I've had uh, help in my teaching, and I've also had emotional healing. Which would you like to hear about? Both. Okay. Well, I I went to the lecture, um, and they said there to be open to, you know, pay attention to your body and what you feel in it and be open to the divine energy, the life force. Mm -hmm. And I did that, and immediately I could feel it, um, and so it made a lot of sense to me. 
prior to that time, I had been an Olympic worrier. I would worry about anything and everything, and uh-huh. pretty much all of my waking time. Did you win time, any gold medals for that or anything of that sort? <laughs> no, nobody noticed but me. Um, well, maybe that's not true. That's the problem it, with worrying, you know? It it's a very private exactly. thing. Yeah. Exactly. And it made my life pretty so. burdensome. Yeah. And so as I continued then to practice taking in the divine energy at home, you know, I started to notice what I felt in my body as with the worry. And Bruno had suggested that we give him mentally <clears throat> everything that we don't want, anything that doesn't feel good to give it to him. And so I would do that. And little by little, and I don't know when it happened, it just it was so gradual, but the worry went away. And as a result, my coaching became much clearer. I was more comfortable, and I am more comfortable in my own skin. Mm-hmm. And my life turned from being a burden to being incredibly joyful. So mm-hmm. I'm just delighted that, that I came across these teachings. Had you had any prior kind of spiritual uh, practice or organization or even personal thinking about the nature of reality and its, let's say, more expanded version? I had. I had had a a big background in it. I meditated since the early 70s. Um, I did affirmations. I had pages of them written and I would go through every day. But none of that really made sense. I chanted. Um, I did all kinds of things. So I've been a seeker most of my life. But again, those things, while they helped, they were sort of like a Band-Aid on a, an enormous cut. And uh, yes. the, the cut didn't heal until I came to the teaching. So interesting, isn't it? What It is. Uh, what qualifies for... A sub- being a substantial teaching, or sometimes it's just a matter of, you know, we can say chemistry, but it might be more like alchemy, that somehow the relationship of certain teachings reaches into the hearts and souls of certain people, and more than others, and other teachings reach into the heart and souls of others. So there's no right or wrong. It's that for whatever reason, and it's certainly an interesting question to look at why here in this particular circle of friends here, Daniela, Guido, Elizabeth, and yourself, responded, as well as the others that I've had on A Better World. And I'm just so moved by the stories and the community itself, which is a community of love. It's so really very moving. I've myself attended uh, many, many of the uh, offerings that have come my way here in New York City, and it's beautiful. So, Barb, thank you so much for for uh, sharing that. I want to just take a moment and let you all know that you are listening to A Better World Radio with Mitchell J. Rabin. We are on every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time in the United States, uh, and we're also in Radio Archive, where you can listen to this as a podcast anytime you would like from anywhere, 
based on the wonders of the Internet. And our website is www.abetterworld.tv, abetterworld.tv, and there's a link there that says Radio Archive. And there is a list of very interesting interviews and roundtable discussions such as this that you can find even involving Bruno Gruning and the Circle of Friends. So just put that name into the search engine and you'll come up with newsletters and a fair amount of information as well as roundtables. Also, we have a weekly newsletter. It's all for free and you can go to our website, abetterworld.tv and sign up there for uh, the newsletter as well. We're also on television in New York City, in Manhattan, every Monday evening at 7 p.m. And in fact, as life would have it, the synchronicity of all things, this coming Monday and the following Monday will also be dedicated to the Circle of Friends and Bruno Gruning. So if you are titillated by what you're hearing tonight or our prior show a year ago, and want to have the visual experience of people speaking their experiences, and we have a number of them, as well as footage from doctors from Germany especially, speaking of their direct experience as well, as well as what they've observed in the circle of friends and the healings that have taken place, these documented healings, as I said before, you can tune in at 7 o'clock, and you can also watch it online from anywhere. You don't have to be in New York City to enjoy this show. And we're repeating it just from the get-go because we know people are going to find it very, very interesting. So with that all said, I'd like to kind of open this up for anyone who may feel moved to share something with the group, and we can have a kind of a back and forth now, Daniela or Guido, anyone uh, would like to chime in at this moment if you were sitting on something as you were listening to one story after another. Yes. Um, I would like to say something. Um, uh, an important thing for me uh, in the circle of friends has been that there are two dimensions one is a strong spiritual dimension. I have to say, my mom, that is the one that introduced me to the to this teaching, says that she's Christian and says that uh, she now understands better what the priest says after she got in touch with the teaching of Bruno. Mm. So there is this spiritual dimension, and there is also a dimension of community and friendship. At the point that, uh, well, I always loved traveling, but now I really feel that anywhere in the world I could go, I would be with someone with which I could feel at home and like a friend, like family. So there are two dimensions that are for me very important and that work together uh, to um, support me and uh, make me stronger in life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's beautiful. Thank you for that. It's very interesting that your mother 
would have come to understand the teachings of Christianity, uh, probably Catholicism, uh, being Italian, but I'm not sure, uh, from a higher level, from a more, she comprehends it more now that she's in touch with these teachings. It shows the kind of the spiritual quality of the teachings and the way they help to enlighten one's heart and mind. So, Grazie, yeah, that's very, uh, very helpful. Uh, there is a simplicity in the way Bruno explains things that makes them more effective. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's a very important point. Thank you, Daniela. I really appreciate that. I think Some of the uh, things that I really appreciate about the Circle of Friends, too, and about the teachings is that Everyone is encouraged that if they need to go to their doctor, they go to their doctor. And then to go to a doctor they trust and to believe this doctor will help them. And then another aspect that I think is very important is that everyone who helps in the circle of friends does it voluntarily and is not paid, and that everything in the circle of friends is free. So these teachings are accessible to anyone who wants them. So interesting. Here we have essentially uh, a trillion dollar deficit in our so called health care system in the USA. And people seem to be getting sicker and sicker and having more organs removed that God gave them and are taking more and more medications. Oftentimes, these days, sadly, as it is becoming addicted to the medications and others as a uh, another tributary of this sick care system sadly is that whole communities are becoming addicted to one form or another of opioids something that we have never seen at this scope at this magnitude of abuse of drugs a lot of it stemming directly from the reliance on drugs by the medical establishment. That's my opinion. And yet, we turn a corner and staring at us and inviting us is a man who actually passed out of the physical body in 1959 still speaking that we should give him our burdens. I mean, doesn't get more interesting, you know, and having the kinds of effects that each one of you have expressed here on today's roundtable show. I mean, here we have some serious, real answers at no cost, the trillion dollars in your pocket, and uh, open your heart and mind up to this. No, I'm being a little playful. I don't mean not to see a doctor if one needs to see a doctor. Certainly someone, anyone, should follow that, you know, simple, sane advice. However, what is going on here is something that the medical community, except for that in Germany and Italy and all over Europe and a little bit growing in the United States, 
has been in tune with and in touch with for quite some time. And I've got to say, from where I sit, it's very impressive. It's very impressive. Guido, do you have any comments on that as a doctor? Uh, yes, uh, just want to say, and uh, it's impressive, and yet it is so easy. That was something which really... No, just down to... Repeat that if you wouldn't mind, because it broke up a bit. Oh, uh, it's so easy to follow those teachings. There's no high-flying things. It is uh, easily made. Everybody can do it by him or herself. And uh, yes, you have to follow a few rules. Um, Bruno always said, take care of your body. And that's what we should anyway do. Give him yeah. the right food, especially give him the right treatment in form of physical exercise and the right quietness, taking in that, yeah, we call it Heilstrom, but, you know, it's just that healing force which is out there for anybody to take. That was so intriguing for me. Anybody can tune into it doesn't cost anything. Yeah. It's just be quiet because it doesn't come with a, with loud music. In fact, it comes with really soft music. We have special music in the Circle of Friends which makes the tuning in, which is the Einstellen, easier to focus on some good. And that is so intriguing to me that it's easy and it's not intellectual. It's for everybody. Easy. Mm -hmm. I'm very glad you brought that up because I do have, I was given by Susan Salvary, who is a instrumental in uh, arranging and producing this evening's roundtable, a couple of clips, which I will get to in a moment. But first I wanted to just our enjoying the dialogue here among everyone. Uh, and yes, this is, uh, these are very important things. If you wouldn't mind, I know I had asked Elizabeth to define the German words that are used in the circle of friends, Heilstrom, Regelugen, Einstellen. But since you're the native German speaker, could you just shed some more natural linguistic light, if you will, on the meaning of each of these words? Of course. Uh, happy to do so. So, a major word is Einstellen, meaning tuning in. That's something okay. uh, Bruno Gröning recommends doing a couple of times a day, you know, mornings and evenings, uh, but yeah. it can be done anytime. And as mm -hmm. much as you want, and, uh, if you miss a day, no problem. Um, it's just focusing on something good, a nice sunset or a nice nature scene, and just listen to some music and then just give everything not good away, what you don't want. And that's the tuning in. And the... Um, Regelungen, we had earlier, 
when uh, we heard about the healing of that uh, rotator cuff, which is, was really a dramatic healing, I would say. Yeah. And um, that means regulation. Bruno Gröning talked when he was on this earth about the Regelung and these regulations not to be afraid of. Keep the belief up that you get better, not throwing everything out and running away and, and, and taking uh, pain medicine or something. That would not be good in that very moment. Just yes. trust and believe in that healing power everybody can tap into. That is not easy sometimes because, as we heard, those pains can get severe. But they go over. They go away over time. So we have the Einstellen, the regulations, the Regelungen, and now we have the Heilstrom. That is the healing stream. That is that, you know, he talked about the Heilstrom healing stream meaning the divine energy which is all around us and we just have to tap into it and some people feel a tingling in in the fingers others in their feet or some sensation in elsewhere in the body it took me the longest time to feel anything so uh, don't be alarmed if you don't feel anything for uh, quite a while, it took me, I think, a few years to really understand what it is. Mm-hmm. And, uh, mm-hmm. So it's a very subtle feeling for most of it, but sometimes it can be very powerful. Um, as I heard, it is very subtle with me still. It's a tingling in the finger, but I'm sure I tap into that whatever it is out there, I don't know. <laughs> Well, you know, it's funny. Thank you very much, Dankeschön. That's very helpful. We talk about it being out there, but what we're really talking about even more so is it being in here. It's the very life force in uh, different spiritual traditions. There are certain themes that are repeated over and again in different language based on the culture from which it arises oftentimes and sometimes the historical moment as well but there are certain fundamental uh, kind of archetypal matters that show up over and again and as someone earlier said, I believe it was Elizabeth about Qi and I also said life force, I've been a student of Chinese medicine uh, and teachings for you know decades and yes we use the word Chi for describing life force. It's really the best translation. And of course, the Japanese has the word ki. And the Indian teachings have shakti or sometimes prana. The Hebrew teachings are use the word ruach as breath and spirit. And the Greeks have what we call psyche, but psuche which is the ancient Greek word for psyche, mind, soul, spirit. So, I mean, that's just a few of the many kind of cross-cultural 
understandings and appreciations of the same idea of a life force and being in touch with the life force and that that is the intelligence that probably runs the entire universe and and Bruno by uh, inviting us to pay attention directly to that whether it's through it directly or through him because he has been a major embodier of it I'm kind of sharing with you my understanding of how this all is happening, whether someone is in the physical body or not, it transcends the physical world, yet includes it, as we say, you know. So it's a very interesting phenomenon. And when we have the sense of hope and faith um, in a loving community, Daniela was talking about that community aspect of it, where people come together and when they are all focused on a similar outcome of feeling the life force, there's a quantum effect. It's like talking about mathematics. There's a kind of an algorithmic increase in my lay mathematical understanding that one begets another and it takes a bit of a quantum leap when people join together in a unified field, if you will, with a simple intention of feeling, experiencing the life force. And so magic happens at these conferences and the retreats because there's such goodwill and such love among the people. And as Barb was pointing out, there's no monetary gain, unlike the trillion-dollar healthcare system in the United States. There's no monetary gain. It's we are here as people to be supportive of each other and tune into something that is actually beyond us. That's my understanding, and I'd love to hear if anyone has any comments on that from a neuroscientific medical, or any other point of view. Daniela, do you have anything to uh, share with us about about those thoughts? Or anyone, for that matter. Um, maybe, as I was mentioning before, one thing that... Um, is very effective in this teaching the simplicity. Uh, obviously, one can think in many intellectual dimensions and is very welcome to do so, but it is so important to be very direct to the heart of people. Yes. Because that works. Yes, exactly. I consider the heart the highest brain we've got and uh, it's the most underutilized one as well. Well, this has been delightful. Uh, last comments by anyone before we turn to the music as our final minutes of today's show. Um, Barb or Elizabeth, if you want to just yes, add I'd final like to, words here. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to mention that the um, the Einstellen, the, the special music is wonderful, but if you don't have it, just some classical would be great, a, a good substitute, some s soothing classical music. 
there's there's you know they've done studies about it those those um ice sure, crystal studies the Mozart effect. yeah and and they they really are beautiful and that's the what you want something elevating and looking at nature it, it or and if you can't look at nature if there's it's impossible you're in a hospital bed whatever then think about nature think of a time or a place in your life that was wonderful and just be there mentally be there as you as you do your Einstellen. Uh, so the special music is great it's fantastic but you can do it without that you can do it anywhere you are and i don't recommending while, recommend it while you're driving but <laughs> otherwise <laughs> it, it's it's just a a send yourself where you need to be get yourself together absorb this hostrum ask for whatever you need and usually it'll come beautiful beautiful but you can do it while shoveling that you can do you you can <laughs> generally you should give it more attention but i mean usually they say calm and and sit and calm yeah. down and and focus that sort of stuff so it's some people think of it as meditation, but it really isn't. It's absorbing this ever-wonderful hyostrum. Yes, well, you know, I actually would say that is a, a form of meditation, absolutely, no question about it. We have this idea, this very narrowed idea of meditation being sitting in a, you know, lotus position and just following the breath, but that's only one way to meditate. The other is exactly this of absorbing the energy that is streaming through our own bodies and through the uh, cosmos at the same time. So, And that can be done standing, walking, even running or playing tennis. Uh, although not or driving, painting. better not to do while driving or <laughs> operating true. heavy machinery. It definitely <laughs> so. helps during painting. Yes, there you go. Exactly, exactly. Barb, thank you very much, Elizabeth. I appreciate your input You're very much. Barb, you uh, want to just say final words here? Uh, yes, thank you. Your listeners have an opportunity to go to a, a medical lecture. Chances are, depending on where they are, and I think you have some a listing from your website. Um, yes. There's going to be a whole series of lectures starting. I know they're coming to Florida in a couple weeks and different states Correct. at different times. Uh, yeah. And then we also Absolutely. have a... I've a documentary film that when it's shown and people do get healings at the lectures and at the film not yes. everybody certainly yeah. but but it does happen that's right that's right so thank exactly thanks uh do any of you have the list of uh of the events that are happening in florida starting very soon actually do any of you have that list available I and can tell not, you that the one in Cape Coral is on April 25th. The one in Tampa is on April 24th. And I'm a little bit, I should have had the other list up, and maybe I can get it quickly. Should, yes. Is that online on the website? Although it is all online, yes. In fact, it's. Uh, would someone like to share the website that all of this is listed on? I think we have it on a betterworld.tv, but also there's the Bruno Gruning. I think that's Bruno Dash Gruning, G R O E N I. Uh, oh, Gruning. 
ing dot org. Is that correct? That's correct. Okay. Okay. Very good. Very good. So all of it's documented, and I know there are going to be some events in New York City, in White Plains, New York, a conference. So yes. I think the that there is, right? Please. There is the Buffer region, Rochester, Buffer, New York. There is also, this is at the end of April, and then there is in May, California also. Yes. Yes, exactly. Well, it has been a pleasure to have you all on and sharing your experiences and your perspectives on this work. And I've I've just, you know, in closing, I'll just say that it's a very loving circle of friends. It really is. And we all know that love is the great healer. And when people just melt in listening to the music, but as was said, it's not even necessary. It's so very pleasant, and it helps to open us up. And, you know, you've noticed that I start this show with Mozart, and we know that Mozart in particular, along with others, uh, has a very healing effect and an an awakening effect on, on consciousness. And this has been researched and it has been proven. So... Uh, that's a very valuable, delightful part of the whole. But more than anything, you have all been carrying forward this vital energy, this life force of deep caring in a world that has been uh, really not recognizing the full value of caring deeply in the ways that this group I experience have and does. And I want to just thank you all for your participation in today's show and your overall involvement with the Circle of Friends. Each of you, in your own ways, really are giving something very valuable to the whole. So thank you very much again. And now I'd like to put on some music of from the community of the Circle of Friends.
many that is played at the conferences and at the healing community meetings that take place all over the world, all over the world. And uh, it's very moving, and it's good to be in that quieter state that our circles, friends, were speaking of this evening, quieter state of sitting, receiving, absorbing, and feeling so much of our lives is spent in our minds and mental activity and not enough in our body and in our hearts. And I find myself personally that this group brings us around to this very, very kind and gentle and loving space where nothing short of what we could call magic happens. So this is truly an invitation for you all in our audience to come and participate directly or go through the website, wwwbruno Gruning, G-R-O-E-N-I-N-G dot org, brunogruning dot org, and participate in whatever way you feel called to do. It's all for free, and it's for the evolution and the advancement of our entire human species. That's the way I look at it, and as we advance, so do, so do the rest of our brothers and sisters in the uh, non-human world as well, and Gaia herself, the living, breathing Mother Earth. So it's all part of the larger creative connection we have with life itself. So on that note, I want to just thank you all for listening today, and please take this this roundtable discussion with all of our wonderful guests and forward it to friends and family and those who are in need that might be suffering or in pain or that being emotional or physical or where doctors are not able in the medical profession in conventional ways are not really helping someone fully. This may be just what they need to complete a healing that may be already in process. So I want to just thank you all again, and we will close with a touch of Mozart. And remember, we ourselves at A Better World are a nonprofit, and we appreciate your donations to help keep us alive and sustained so we can do shows just like this and share this in service to the rest of the world. Thanks again, and visit our website, www.abetterworld.tv, and my site uh, from the healing coaching work that I do at www.mitchellrabin, M-I-T-C-H-E-L-L, Rabin, R-A-B-I-N, dot com. I look forward to seeing you all next week.